0: This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkle Nay Smith is the Senior Pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Victory Lane. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today. We pray that God will bring a blessing to you as we hear the word of God. Okay, come with us now as we travel down life's highway, serving and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter and the 58th verse. And remembering this Bible verse always, St. John, the third chapter and the 16th verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We are continuing our series today on the book of Acts, chapter 8, and we're going to start teaching on that, that chapter in a few moments. I want you to be encouraged today. Holy Spirit told me to make sure that I use the translation of, of the NIV or the New American Standard, or something of that nature, so that you, the layman, can get a complete understanding in the Word of God. The King James Version is sometimes kind of uh, 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 real strong in its wording and maybe at times kind of difficult to understand. Even I have to search deeply at times in studying the Bible from the King James Version. So we're going to simplify it. And uh, we're going to go to the new international version of translation. Let's go right now to the book of Acts, the eighth chapter. First, let us pray. Dear God in heaven, we come to you this afternoon. Thank you for your grace, goodness, and mercy. Thank you, dear Lord, that you allowed us to see another day, a brand new day that we never have seen before. God, we pray for your grace, your goodness, and mercy. God, we pray for those who are watching today, Lord. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you touch someone, Lord, on a bed of affliction. Touch someone, Lord, who is sick in their body. God, we pray for the bereavement, God. God, we pray for those who have lost loved ones. We ask you to console them by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, we pray for the broken heart. God, we pray for the bowed-down head. God, we pray for the single woman and the single man raising their children. God, we pray for the children, God. God, you put a protection upon them Lord. Lead them and guide them. Keep them in your will, in your care Lord. God we pray Lord for our senior citizens. Bless them Lord in their golden years with a reasonable portion of health and strength. Bless this mission. Bless the Bayback community Lord. Bless them Lord as they continue to be a beacon of light In this community, to show a lost and dying world that Jesus Christ is Lord. God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. Have your way in this place. Have your way in my heart. Teach us, lead us, guide us, keep us, Lord, in your will, in your care. We'll be so careful to give you the glory, honor, and praise. We magnify your holy name. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for food. We thank you for shelter. We thank you, Lord, for breath in our bodies. We thank you, Lord for a reasonable portion of health and strength. We thank you, Lord. Bless those, Lord, who are less fortunate and give them the blessing they stand in need of. God, we bless your name today. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on Calvary's cross, giving us a right to the tree of life. Thank you, Jesus, for the shed blood. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. And we magnify your holy name today. We just, you, we just... We just ask you, bless us. Bless us, Lord. Give them the blessing they stand in need of, God. Have mercy right now. We call on you right now. Give them the victory. Give them the victory in whatever they're going through. Bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray as your word go forth. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, in Jesus' name we pray and for his sake, amen. Let us go to the book of Acts, the eighth chapter. The book of Acts, the eighth chapter. And we're going to start our reading. As I told you before, in case you're just now tuning in, the Bible is broken down in books. The books are broken down in chapters. The chapters are broken down in verses. And within a chapter are many verses. Along with that many verses, there are subject matters within verses of the Bible. 1 through 3, 4 through 5, 7 through 9, etc., etc. Different thoughts. The Bible is not a continuous book of a novel that you continue to read. But the Holy Spirit speaks in volumes, in volumes, through the sections of the chapter. And I try to bring the study in that fashion, in that manner, okay? Just for you, FYI, for your information. Now we're going to go to Acts, the 8th chapter. As I said before, I want this to be... I want this to be... uh, uh, relevant for your understanding. So we're doing the international version, NIV, it's called. I'm doing it with my phone, okay? <laughs> it's amazing. It, Jesus said, greater works you will do in my name because I go to the Father. Isn't it amazing where you can pull up on your phone, Wikipedia, And you can pull up all these different versions of the Bible. You can go on your computer and you can pull up anything you want with Wikipedia. We had a thing back in the day called encyclopedias, And they sold volumes from A through Z where you could look up stuff. But this stuff here, Wikipedia, it could change the day. But guess what? If it changes the day, you got it. You can look up all versions of the translations of the Bible. You can look up any and everything. Thank God. For Wikipedia, greater, greater works we are doing in his name, in Jesus' name. So I haven't gotten my parallel Bible, I gotta order one. I've been a King James Virgin man for 18 years I've been doing this, 18 years. And I've been a King James Virgin man all the way through, although I have used d- different translations so I can get an understanding also. But there's nothing as profound and prolific as the King James Virgin, but not everyone can relate to its, its the integrity of its of its writings, so it's good to break it down so people can understand. Cause so we got new folks now. I'm an OG, that so that's, that's what folks <laughs> say. I, I'm I, I, I'm a senior, <laughs> put it like that. But we got millennials, we got Generation X now. These folks they they, they not understanding King James. We got I become all things to all men to win some under Christ says Paul. That's what I'm coming. I'm becoming. I'm becoming. I'm becoming. Becoming. Do you know you're becoming? Becoming. Becoming is a transition. It's a transformation. And as you become, you, it, it things start happening. Becoming is a. It's a. It's a continuous process. As you learn, you become. As you become, you do. And it's a continuous process of learning and becoming. Becoming what? Becoming a child of God. Becoming what? Becoming Christ-like. Becoming what? Becoming God-like. Becoming what? Becoming righteous. Becoming what? Becoming just like God. How do I do that? His word. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart so that I might not sin against God. When you had a word in you, it'll keep you balanced. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to give you so you can stay balanced. You got some word in you, you know. You can stay balanced. Learn you a couple of scriptures. Learn the scripture a week. At least one. I done gave you John 3.16. Everybody should better repeat that after me. You shouldn't shouldn't even have to repeat it. Probably 1 Corinthians 15 uh, uh, 58 also. But learn learn the word. You know what? Here's what here's what happens when you learn the word. You keep the devil off of you. Jesus said in in Matthew the fourth chapter. Read that for yourself. When 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 they, when, when Satan took him up on uh, up on the mountain and said, uh, 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 Bow down before me, and I will give you the city. Jesus quoted the word. It, it is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He, 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 he tell him to another place and say, turn these stones into bread if you are God Jesus Jesus, tells Satan again it is written thou shalt not tempt the word thy God but man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God Jesus if you are the son of God catch yourself down up from this mountain for he shall take charge and hold you up jump down Jesus commit suicide Jesus, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the devil get you in a place of depression and oppression. Call on Jesus. And you said, God, give me strength. Jesus, give me strength. God, give me strength. Keep me, Lord. Hold me, Lord. Keep me, Lord. Hold me, Lord. Call up somebody. Talk to somebody. Pray with somebody. Pray yourself. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Keep me, Lord, while I'm on this pilgrim's journey. Keep me, Lord. Keep my family. Keep my children. Keep my husband. Keep my wife. Keep my mother. Keep my father. Keep me, Lord. Keep me, Lord. Keep my loved ones. Keep my friends. Keep my sister, my brother. Keep us, Lord. Protect us. Pray. Pray. Jesus said man should always pray. And not faint. Do it all. Pray. The Bible says the effectual, fervent, meaning the the urgency of your prayer availeth much. I'm going to hear you. I hear your prayer. I know your need. Give it all to God. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Let let us look at at our lesson today. Acts 8 chapter. Remember, they have stoned Stephen to death. And he says, Lord, receive my spirit. Lord, do not hold this against them. Just like Jesus did on the cross. And he was taken up into the presence of God. This lets us know this. The Bible said, Be absent from the bodies, be in the presence of the Lord. Don't worry about that. When we leave, we're in the presence of the Lord. If you're saved, if you're saved. Now, they have stoned Stephen and they laid their coats' garments down at someone's feet, named Saul. A persecutor of the church. Oh, if you don't know about Saul, we're getting ready to learn something here. Let me tell you what God can do. God can change you. God can change you. You don't believe that? Three pennies from the hell to heaven. From the hell to heaven. Check it out. Anyway, here we go. And Saul approved of his execution. Acts 8 chapter in the first verse. Saul approved of his execution. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Apostles, Devout men buried Stephen and made a great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. After stoning Stephen, they broke out in great persecution. All the leaders, all the Jewish council and the Jewish people against the church in Jerusalem. And guess what? And we and they scat. We were scat. We were scattered about. Remember the church was in one place. They had to scatter themselves and go to this house and that house and that house because they were persecuting them. And where did they run? They scattered throughout all the regions of Judea, Samaria, except the apostles. The apostles on a mission. We we, got to preach this word of God. The devout men, they buried Stephen in Acts 8, chapter 2, and made. A great lamentation over him. Their hearts were heavy. They cried. When our loved ones died, we cried. It hurts. It hurts real deeply. We cried because we're going to miss them and we love them. But here's the glory. Here's the beauty. If they've been born again, you've been born again, you'll see them again. Verse number three. But Saul was ravaging the church. Entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Saul was kicking in doors, house to house, snatching men and women and locking them up. For what? Believing in Jesus the Christ. Believing that Jesus Christ is Lord. Believing that he rose from the dead, believing that he is the son of God, believing that he shed his precious blood. They're killing them, and they're killing us today for believing that Jesus Christ is Lord, saying your God told you to kill us. What kind of God, a loving God, a kind God, would tell people to kill innocent people? Excuse me? My God is better than your God, right? Excuse me. God is love. God is love. Keep listening. So Saul's kicking in house to house, taking people to taking people to prison. Verse 4. Now, those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city. Philip is one of the disciples, one of the apostles. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. He's preaching Jesus Christ anyway. What is he preaching? Jesus is Lord. Died on the cross. Shed his precious blood. Stayed in the grave three days stayed there Friday, stayed there Saturday, early Sunday morning, he rose with all power in heaven and earth in his hands. Oh death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? He rose and he's sitting at the right hand throne of God right now, petitioning for you and me. That's what he's preaching and through Jesus Christ, you can be saved and have eternal life. Philip is preaching. Verse six, in the crowds with one accord, Paid attention to what was being said by Philip. They hearing the word of God. When they heard him and saw the signs that he did, they saw miracles, they saw signs that he did in the name of Jesus. Verse 7. Touching people for unclean spirits. Crying out with a loud voice came out of many who had them and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. Touching people, healing people in the name of Jesus. So much so that there was joy in the city, preaching Jesus Christ. Something happened, though. Acts 8, verse 9. But there was a man named Simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. There was someone in the city named Simon who practice what black magic saying I'm great too. This lets us know witchcraft, black magic is powerful. It ain't no joke. It's of the devil. Y'all stop saying the devil ain't got no power. The devil got a lot of power, but my God has all power. Black magic is powerful. Witchcraft is called. Simon, he wanted to be great along with the witchcraft that he's using. Check this out. Check this out. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. I know ain't nobody told you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Uh, people who practice black magic, witchcraft, are not going to heaven. Period. That's it. That's all. Okay? I'll give you more on that. I'll give you more on that at a later time. Okay? Black magic. It's a form of witchcraft. It's of the devil. Sorcery. Voodoo. Hoodoo. Casting spells. That's black magic. That's black magic. That's not good. That's not of God. Okay? You can't. Here's the thing. Some people want to do both. You can't serve two gods. You can't say in the name of Jesus and practice black magic. You can't do that. Why? It's not of God. That's of the devil. It's in the Bible. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at God. I'll tell you about that some some more. You don't want to hear. You don't. You don't want to hear about him coming back, do you? You don't want to hear about Judgment Day. You don't want to hear about hell. You don't want to hear about sin. Tickle my ears. Tickle me something fancy. I'm not above preaching against sin, heaven and or hell. I'm not going to be held accountable for not doing what's right in the sight of God, preachers, pastors. Hit them in the gut every now and then. Tell them the word. Who's bound for hell? For the wages of sin is what death. All, all of these feel good sermons. I remember going back in the church in the day. I remember coming out church scared to death. Preaching preaching hell preaching hell down here on earth about the coming of Christ and hell and what it's gonna be like, and fire and brimstone. I remember coming out of church wanting to be changed. You need some more sermons like that. Change this world around. Talk to people, preach to people about sin. All that stuff they're doing in the sight of God. Scared to preach against homosexuality, lesbianism. Scared to preach about all that other stuff. Scared to preach about fornication. Scared to preach about uh, uh, sin, scared to preach about stealing, scared to preach about serving God right. Scared, to, scared. I got a book called Pippin' in the Pulpit." You know what I call them cowards, and you won't give an account to God one day, preacher. You got to preach the whole word, instant in season, out of season. So what? Let them get mad. Get mad at God. They want to leave the church? So what? You do what's right and pleasing in the sight of God. Got too many feel good, make me feel good sermons and not enough convicted sermons to to draw people to Christ and make them stop doing what they're doing. I just did what God told me to do. Let's continue. So, this guy, so Philip no we're talking about Simon now acts chapter 8 verse 9 where we are now for some time a man, Named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great. And all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and explained, this man is rightly called the great power of God. People loved him because he did stuff. Black magic. Tell Tell me my future. Black magic. Tell me my fortune. Black magic. And bring your money to him. People loved him. He's great. They followed him because he had amazed him for a long time with his sorcery, witchcraft, with his trickiness. Check out. Verse number 12. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. But they believed Philip in the power of God in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they believed and they were baptized, both men and women. Verse 13. Simon the black magic the witchcraft this. himself believed and was baptized or did he or was he and he followed Philip everywhere astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw man this dude got more power than me let me let me let me let me roll with him and see if i can get some of this verse 14 when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit. They prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus that's why we say now, baptized in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. God bless you. God, keep you tuned in again next week. We pray that God will go with you and stand by you and be a blessing to those whom you see and come in contact with because guess what? Some people will never meet a Christian or become a Christian, but they'll see you and might want to be like you. Let your light so shine before men in Jesus' name. Amen. Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the book of Acts at gospelofthe90.com